Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits compliance related guidance or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is. Can you tell me a bit more about the recent transparency guidance on gag clauses? Well, I sure can, despite the fact that gag is a terrible word to use, in my opinion. But regardless, as part of the ongoing commitment to transparency in group health plans, the Department of Labor, Department of Health and Human Services, and the Department of Treasury issued a series of FAQs, frequently asked questions, regarding the prohibition contained in the Consolidated Appropriations Act, or CAA, of 2021, of gag clauses in any agreements group health plans enter into with providers, TPAs, third-party administrators, and other network or associations of healthcare providers. You might be wondering what a gag clause is. And it is a provision in a contract that would prevent the sharing of specified information. For our purposes here, the specific information would be on price and quality information shared between the group health plan and the provider or TPA, third-party administrator. The CAA included an attestation requirement that group health plans and issuers, which are insurance companies, are complying with this prohibition. Understand that the prohibition against gag clauses in contracts has been in effect since December 27th of 2020, but the required attestation was initially delayed. In this series of FAQs issued by the departments, the following guidance was provided regarding these attestations. First, each year, group health plan sponsors must ensure that their agreements with service providers do not contain gag clauses regarding price or quality of items or services. Once this is confirmed, then plan sponsors must attest to this fact on an annual basis. The first attestation will be due December 31st, 2023, and will cover the time frame from December 27, 2020, when this first went into effect, until the first attestation is made. For following years, the attestation will cover the 12-month period following the first and subsequent attestations. It is important to note that if you are fully insured for health insurance, you should work with your carrier to determine responsibility for the attestation submission. If you sponsor a self-funded health plan, you should work with your third-party administrator, TPA, or another third party to submit the required attestation. Self-funded health plans or sponsors of those self-funded health plans are still liable for the submission if the third-party administrator fails to submit on behalf of the self-funded plan. We recently posted information about the attestation requirement on m3ins.com. 
there are links to the website and instructions for submission if the carrier or TPA directs the plan sponsor to complete the attestation. And remember, this is not due until December 31st of 2023. And that is your Comply on the Fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.